Good evening and welcome to the Boom or Bust NRL Fantasy Podcast and we're in our 21st Teamless Tuesday. I'm your host Stuart Lord and tonight I'm joined by Mitch Brown who is our expert physio. Hey Mitch. Hey mate, how are you? Doing alright, finally got there in the end. And we also have the return of Nick Lord who is our expert stats man and well you're not even the fantasy nugget mate, you're like the fantasy roast chicken at the moment. What it do, baby? Going well, mate. Going well. Uh, we're on the home run, guys. Uh, five games. Um, I'm enjoying being a roast chicken, by the way, Stu. So, mm. That's good. Um, yeah, let's just hope you don't end up like one of those uh, 11, you know, uh, 11 p.m. Uh, Woolies roast chickens on sale. <laughs> That's it. All right. Uh, let, let's, let's hope, mate, when we run out of uh, run our trades. Anyway, look, guys, as always, thank you for uh, listening. We do appreciate it, guys, uh, can, and your continued support, questions, likes uh, in all the different places. So thank you for that. And, look, we'll quickly go through our boom or bust league. So uh, look, in our chaos modes, uh, Rogue Box got a 921, which, you know, I got an 890, which was, like, top. 270th so 921 that was huge last week so well done rogue box well done mate mitch how did your league go uh so my league i managed to pip the minor premiers nrl fl gods warriors so i've Ooh. missed out i've missed out on the finals which is pretty embarrassing <laughs> uh, but i managed to pip off the, the minor premiers and likely the winner of our comp so nrl fl gods warriors you might win the competition but i own you well done yeah there's another week to go in my one so we, we have uh, one final round because Chaos Mode we're going all the way to 25 baby and Nick how's your leg going mate uh, Chirp Brothers uh, pumped out a 9.30 and get this guy he and Cleary sitting on his bench uh-huh. um, he's, he's got massive balls he Captain Munster so you know I, I just love the gamble like to be honest just absolutely loved it so you know, 9.30 is a great score last week I think that's awesome uh, great. And the overall, uh, Purple Rain Josie, high score 987. He didn't even have clear. <laughs> so he, he, he captained DCE. So it's just one of those weeks where probably for about 14 weeks he's been going, oh, look, clearly, you know, it won't be a problem. Won't be a problem. It's like, oh, it won't be a problem. And then finally, vindication, right? Yeah. Vindication. Well, well done. Broken clocks were right twice a day, Stu. That's it. Well, it's unfortunate that broken clocks right for the final five rounds of the season and the first like what three or four rounds whatever it was as well mm-hmm. yeah it's been pretty filthy this year um fortunately at least we had the choice to uh not pick him up <laughs> uh you know round one this year but uh, everyone's been stuck with nathan cleary anyway uh look guys how are we doing for overall so look my uh massive uh drop in points i'm slowly recovering from the buy round i'm back up to 1625 nick how are you 13.31, mate. I think break even from last week and the week before, just sort of hovering there. What about you, Mitch? Mate, I'm setting myself a new smart goal, and that is to not get outside of the top 10,000. So I'm sitting <laughs> at 9,068. Oh, mate. Oh, you, you need Tommy Turbo to come back, get in on one of those captaincies. You no, know that... n- no, no, no player can save this team. Yeah. They've already got their Bing Tang singlets out. They're ready for Bali. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Nick, let, let's go through the big stats this week. What's been happening? 
uh, just going to do a highlights, guys. So Appy, Coruscant, and Blake Bradley each pumped out 57 tackles. Jacob Carraz, 259 running meters. He also got a, th- a three-bagger with three-meat pies. Edward Cozy did the same. Uh, Cozy and Carraz each got three line breaks as well. Jeremiah Nanai, who got a double, he got three line breaks. Jack Whiten, three line break assists. He was quite dynamic. Um, on the weekends, uh, tackle busters Joey Manu and Joe Tarpane with 13. Like that's just standard from Joe Joey Manu these days. Uh, Matt Tomoko, uh, four uh, turnover tackles, pretty awesome. In terms of kicking, the only thing that stood out to me was Sean Johnson with five force dropouts. That's a nice 10 points. They're worth two a pop. And in terms of negatives, guys, we've got Tom Burgess with four penalties conceded and the send off. So. He was on track for a monster score, actually. He, he cracked out a 47 in the end, but, you know, all those negatives, I think, is a, a minus 18 or something, isn't it, Stu? It would have been. Yeah, I was there for that. Uh, the, the crowd uh, certainly gave him the treatment, much like they did Brandon Smith when he got sent for 10 in the bin Ooh. down the exact same tunnel. Mate, how was it? Oh, mate, it, it was a uh, very good game. Uh, you know, Nico kicked the field goal straight in front of us, so that, you know, good moment to be there. And uh, that they played the team song even before the ref had time to review it. So they, <laughs> I think they gave it to him because otherwise they were going to riot. <laughs> oh. Like they like, went through and before even the refs blew his whistle, they started playing the song over the loudspeakers up up Cronulla. Mate, mate, unfortunately the uh, Tigers couldn't do it the week before because they were playing up in Queensland. <laughs> <laughs> That's it. They need to bring their own DJ next time. That's it. I don't think any of them know what the team song is. Uh, they never <laughs> sung it. Uh, all right. So uh, let's move on. Injuries. Mitch, million injuries this week. What are we looking at? Been a million injuries every week, mate. What are you talking about? It's been shocking. Uh, let's start off with the worst one, guys. Jackson Hastings. So that nasty hip drop tackle from Paddy Carrigan, which has earned him four weeks, has resulted in a fractured fibula and syndesmosis. So that's the season for Jackson Hastings, and he'll be spending the majority of the off-season rehabbing from that. Uh, the main thing with that is we're going to see a bigger role from Adam Dewey and potentially Tyron Peachy might get a look in. Um, next one, Stu. So you had a bit of a look at this one. It's Luke Brooks with a car strain. Now, it's good to hear that he's out for the season, mate. Did they give you a grading on that? No, they just said like four to five. They said that he might not be back this season. So Yep, so that had indicated grade two. So they're tricky to come back from calf strains and they almost always result in a drop of performance. So even if it is four weeks and he plays the last round, guys, he's a sell because his performance is going to be down for at least one or two weeks. So as far as I'm concerned for the fantasy season, Luke Brooks is done for the season. Uh, Will Kennedy, so he's having an ankle surgery and they've got here four to six weeks. That means it's most likely a scope. So they're just cleaning out some of the stuff in his ankle. Um, and that's going to bring in uh, Kay Dykes to replace him. So Will Kennedy's fantasy season is over. Kyle Felt, uh, the best actor in the NRL. He's out with a grade one hamstring injury. So the footy gods have smote him for his antics up in North Queensland. And he's getting uh, one to two weeks, I would say, with that. Probably more likely to being a tall, rangy winger. Uh, Mitchell Moses, so there's a bit of conjecture over this. I was initially under the impression he would be out for the season in this given he was having finger surgery. But currently on the NRL casualty ward and some of the sites, it's got him as three to four weeks. So I can only assume that he's basically going to play with the splint um, and bandage the absolute you-know-what out of it. Uh, From a performance perspective, we would expect maybe a slight drop in line engagement. So if you're looking to pick up Moses in the last round or 
God forbid, hold him. Um, I would again consider him a write-off for the fantasy season. Even if he does come back those last week or two, you would tend to see Dylan Brown and Gutherson, who now become much more fantasy relevant, take a lot of the more attacking style role and uh, Moses to basically sit up the back and kick, which is effectively what he does best anyway. Uh, Jed Cartwright, so he's out with a grade one hamstring, so again, that's looking like two, maybe three weeks. Uh, Nick Meany, so shoulder, nasty uh, AC joint injury. Now, he currently has COVID, I believe, Stu. Uh, oh, look, I think he got an HIA from the game. I'm not sure about the COVID side. Right. Okay, so it's HIA. I know, I knew he was out with something else, so not much has been said about the AC joint injury. Well, well uh, apparently it might not even be an AC joint I'm misreading. It might be stretched nerves. Um, like they're, they're saying it's less structural worry than they were initially worried about. So that might even be like a grade one now. Yeah, it's unlikely that the AC joint isn't involved. I would say minimum one based on what I saw. Like without a doubt, he's got an AC joint injury. But if it's a low grade, we might see a pain half situation where he can come back pretty well within the week. And remembering that Nick Meany is a winger or fullback. So it's not going to have nearly the same implications that it had on Haas, who runs the ball and tackles a lot. So if Meany is back in the next week, Probably not a huge concern as far as the injury goes. If it's a two, that'd probably change my tone slightly, and I would be a little bit more concerned with his ability to engage the line in any sense. But because of that reduction in load, if it is a, a low, low-grade AC, which would be a grade one, um, then perhaps not too much of a concern. And if you can hold him, if you do earn him, then maybe it's worth the, the risk. Uh, Janelle Havita... Uh, Tavita Harris, he has a uh, grade two MCL, so he's looking at four to six weeks. So that is what it is. If you cash down to him like I did, hoping for a nice keeper half, well, that sucks, doesn't it? And that's the 2022 fantasy season for me right there. And, and we don't even get Volkman back. They put friggin' Wade Egan at 5'8". Far out. Though I think they're yeah, just you'd, trying you'd to protect think with his teeth Brown, this week. You'd think with Nathan Brown gone, these antics would have stopped. But anyway, um, Wade Egan, so... The toothless man from New Zealand uh, is going to be out for a week or two. No, he's, he's back this week. They must have. He's back this week. He's back this week. He is named at 5'8". I just wrote that because with broken teeth, mate, that's a that's a shocking injury. Well, we saw with Cody Ramsey last year, it ruled him out for the rest of the season. So I was surprised you'd wrote down a week or two. I thought it would have been four to six. So what it tells me is they haven't done anything for his teeth yet. Basically, they, they pretty much left him there. And that might be something that's addressed in the off-season. But... Um, Nelson Asafa Solomona continues to be a flog and doesn't get punished for it. So it's good to be part of the Melbourne Storm because if he was a dragon, um, they probably would have, you know, torn up his NRL contract with how the Dragons players have been treated this year. So I don't understand it. The inconsistent in, inconsistency in the NRL is pretty freaking gross and it's why for periods I haven't haven't watched it because it's just such a simple game. How can you get that wrong? Uh, last two, Lindsay Collins and Andrew Davies, both concussions are... Davey has been named, uh, and Lindsay Collins looking like seasons. So he's had multiple head knocks, a bit like Kalen Pong, a bit of a worry when they start to have those successive concussions. Uh, and I think the Roosters, they're probably the most brutal with their own team on looking after those concussions. Uh, their sports doctor is right into that um, part of the medical world. So they'll be very, very conservative with him, and I have that on pretty good authority. Fair enough. Okay, so... Thanks for that, Mitch. A ton of ton of injuries to salute us off for the year. And look, naughty corner this week's going ballistic. So look, uh, fines for Anthony Milford, Jaden Sewer, Jason Talmalolo, 
though, to be fair with Jason Tamalolo, he is at his absolute limit. He will take time off for his next one. Uh, Pat Carrigan, big news this week, four matches. So he got referred. He, they asked for five to six. They got four. So like normal, the match review committee splits the baby. Uh you know, uh, looking else, what here? Tom Burgess gets uh, weak for his high tackle. Uh, Joe Tarpane just gets uh, fifteen hundred bucks for punching David Fafita. Uh, that that's Georgie Rose must be licking his lips at the thought of that fight. Joey Tarpane versus David Fafita would that not be a match worth watching? Fafita would kill him. Yeah, or possibly. Tarpane would win. Uh, he has the reach. I would want to watch it. <laughs> Georgie Rose, make it happen. Uh, speaking of another guy I want to see punch, Joe Rira Hargraves. Uh, $3,000 fine. Fortunately, it means that he's going to get suspended for his next vlog-like conduct. Apparently, so was that's told... only a week or two away, I'm sure. <laughs> Apparently, he was asked why he hadn't retired yet. That's why he did it. <laughs> so, 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 next, so if we see him at Huxley Stew, that's not a good question to ask. <laughs> no, I really don't think that it is. Um to be fair, I don't think his ankle bracelet allows him out of the eastern suburbs. Uh, <laughs> Egan, <laughs> Egan Butcher uh, gets a match for a careless eye tackle, and that's a nasty one for the Roosters because they're short. Nathan Cleary, obviously, five matches, early guilty plea. Everyone's all over this by now, unless you've been living under a rock. And Jackson Frey, they are, uh, mate, $1,000 fine. So. Well done, mate. You've uh, you've literally paid to go to the footy because I'm pretty sure he's on train and trial. All right, and that's it for the naughty corner. But other news this week, apart from the judiciary being general flogs and being unable to grade people like Nelson Sofa Solomona, David Clemmer. It's pretty gross um, acts this week, hey, just like in general. Yeah. It's a bad, uh, bad tackles, just uh, lazy and, and the, jealous. And for me, right, I don't know about you guys, right? They're like, oh, he didn't hold the elbow to the head on the way down, right? That's worse what he's done there. He's left the gap so that when he's come down, there's actually that impact trauma, right? Yep. If someone falls on me and their weight is against me the whole way, yes, it's going to hurt when I hit the turf. But if they're coming into me, they're going to split me open, right? With yeah, that air gap in there. Yep. Because my head is now planted against the ground and then they hit me, right? It's worse. So... Same reason why someone pushing isn't the same as someone hitting you, even if the same muscle power is used, right? Um, Probably did. So, uh, the match review committee is a friggin' joke. But anyway, moving on. David Clemmer, guys, what are we thinking about this one? He wouldn't come off the field and he gave the trainer a spray uh, near the end of the game. So, what do you guys think about that one? Uh, Mate, look. Doesn't it say a lot about Newcastle right now? Like, the fact that the... I'm presuming that the coach wanted to sub him off. Is that the situation? Yeah, they were, trying to, they were trying to bench him, right? And he said, fuck off, basically, to the trainer. And, leave, like, leave me to play the game. And they've, uh, they've now suspended him and given him a show calls notice. They're best free and forward. Well, it's it's symptomatic of a coach who doesn't have control of the locker room and probably a recruitment team that doesn't understand how to assemble a good, cohesive team. Just saying. A lack of respect, isn't it? That's that's like, you know, about as bad as half your team going out and having a barbecue after the game when the coach said, don't do that. 
<laughs> and then keeping that freaking coach and, and expecting better results. So, <laughs> oh, oh, mate. Just, uh, just throwing that one out there. Like, honestly, okay. All right, here's a, here's a question for you, Stu. Does David Clemmer say that to Wayne Bennett? Or Craig Bellamy. No. No. Oh, no. Or, well, for the trainers, I reckon he does because he's no, the forward, right? No. And he didn't want to come off, right? He's no, playing his old club. No, I reckon. No, he, he I reckon he tells them all to wreck off. But how you manage a guy like that, right? You want him fired up, don't you? Don't you want your number one forward? And he's been their number one forward this year, telling them, "No, I want to rip and in some more." Yeah, but if your coach, because he would know it comes from the coach. If your coach is telling you to get off, you get off. Uh, sometimes I guess the second time right you probably should listen right the first time you're like no I'm good I'll keep on putting in the second time you should probably right. come off if, if he told Craig Bellamy but, but, to but, basically fuck off it wouldn't but be good. it happens all the time so I think the show cause I'll be honest with you I think they're just trying to get out of the contract Quite he's possibly. got a year left yeah, I think he's on yeah. 800 yep I think that they're just look this sort of thing happens all the time you see them all the time that, you know, the guy tries to sum them off and they get waved off, right? Get mm-hmm. told to rack off. But for this time, and I reckon on the show calls, he'll go, look, I've done this in 17 other occasions, right? You've never said a word to me. It's only because you want to be rid of me. Yep. Anyway. He can come down to St. George for 400k. We need we need another Oh, he, another he's, he's a, he's a, a genuinely good player. that can't uh, handle uh, changes in directions around the ruck. That's a great idea, mate. Yeah, exactly. He'll he'll fit right in with our right <laughs> yeah, But at least the difference between Far him out. and some of the other guys is at least he makes ten, makes ten meters a run. Who cares? We can't score a try. It's the it's the That's Wombies. True. They just lumber up the field and they lumber back. Jeez, I I could cut through that team. Oh my god. Oh, no, note to uh, any Dragons players listening: uh, Mitch has offered to come up to your training this week and carve you up. Just the big middle. I, I, big I middle. actually, I, I'm serious. I, I will take him up on the offer. Oh, there I we 100% go. 100 could get around Sharon Woods if you're listening, mate. I could get around you. No dramas. I could run five k's and do it. Pathetic. Fair enough. Now I must say he's lumbering a bit these days. Uh, apparently, wants back to the Tigers. See you later. All right. So, look, one thing we got wrong this week. So, look, I one thing I got right was that I didn't captain Cleary. So, I got very lucky there. Uh, but I chose my lowest scoring fullback to captain. So, I got Teddy with 49. But, look, Hines got 67. Dewey got 70. So, heck, as I was saying, my loops, the guys that looped in, Joey Manu and uh, Scotty Drinkwater, both outscored my captain. So, mm. I did better than a lot, but I could have done even better. Uh, anyway, moving on. Nick, what about you? Mate, I, f- I forgot to use my loop. So I, I set up Volkman as my loop and yeah. um, Sawali was the first cab off the rank and he put a 16 in. I just forgot to use him. I, I forgot to move Volkman around um, to do it properly and I left 26 points on the table. The reason why that's a mistake is because I lost to you, Stu, by friggin' 24 points. So I would've got the win over you from head to head this week. Ah, <laughs> sucked in. Uh, <laughs> we're actually in both leagues that we're in, you were facing me this that's week. You, mate. mate yeah. uh, and Mitch, what about you, mate? Oh, easy one, mate. I had something else, but I actually realized that this was a bigger mistake. I, like yourself, dodged the Cleary captaincy, but I picked one, the only player other than two others, being Ben Hunt and Ewan Aiken, who scored uh, scored better, and that was Matt Burton. He got 43 points. Pretty much every other player on my team had more points other than uh, Nathan Cleary and Ben Hunt. So 
I picked the wrong dude and a team that did towel up the Knights. He, he just didn't himself have a have a day. And Well, he, he got a lot of, of try assists. He just didn't get the try in the line break that he did last week. Yeah. So, so. It, yeah, a bit of a shame for that one, I guess. He looks great, though. Jeez, he's playing well. He is. And look, he looks he's, he's saving himself a little bit, but that's fine. That's kind of what you want as well. Yeah, like, he should like, be the origin of 5'8 next year. Yeah, oh, look, I'm, I'm, I'm coming closer to thinking. Coming closer to thinking that that might be the case, especially if you got uh, Turbo and Latrell back, unless you play Turbo on a wing. Uh, Early, mate. Awesome. Okay, so those are the ones. So let's get into the round 21 games. So look, to start us off, we've actually got a pretty good one. This year, Last year, this game would have sucked, but this year it's much better. Roosters versus Broncos. Uh, so, especially with a half at the Broncos who knows how to play at the SCG because that's an oval and everyone gets it wrong all the time. So, we have the Roosters. Uh, look, Lindsay Collins. Oh, we didn't discuss this one, Mitch. Lindsay Collins concussion. Yeah, we did. Oh, we did? Excellent. Mm-hmm. Okay, well, look, he, he's got he's got the concussion. Negan Butcher is suspended. So, we get uh, Lord Flog Matt Lodge into the starting <laughs> side. And young guns, and Radley, and Radley locking it oh down. Oh my god, mate! It's mate, the like... Fog Brothers. <laughs> oh. Oh. I dare you to put a socials up with that. Oh, I nah, might actually. You get in trouble. You get in trouble. Nah, nah I'll trouble. be honest with you. They're actually genuine folks. Uh, so, uh, apart from that, so we got Terrell May and Ben Thomas is on the bench. Uh, Broncos, what's happening, Nick? Eight. Uh, as we mentioned, Paddy Carrigan is sidelined for a number of weeks, fronting the judiciary. Um, as we mentioned, uh, Kobe Hetherington uh, takes his place in the run-on side in the thir- in the thirteen jersey. Uh, young Gun Selwyn Cobo returns on the wing from his concussion suffered in Origin, so he's been out for a few weeks. Jakey Turpin is back on the bench with uh, Corey Pay dropping out. Uh, Reese Kennedy makes his uh, makes up the bench, so um, pr- pretty stable kind of side, don't you think, Stu? Not too many changes, really. Not too many changes, though. That's you know they got towed up last week by the Tigers. That's a concern. Is it? I just think the Tigers have been coached by Tim Sheens, and um, he knows how to put a team together. And Adam Dewey's a classy guy. Oh, he is. But the fact is that the Tigers they're still like even with all those factors being better coached, they're like a six to twelfth side. Yeah. Yeah, that's true. Ladder. But the Broncos are probably a fifth to eighth side so i actually don't think it's that no. big a difference no true just, just throwing it out there like madge had no control of this team but tim sheens has always been a tigers man and it shows right they should be two for two i uh, it definitely shows it's, isn't it funny like they, they they did it as soon as sheensy comes along yep a bit uh, like when wayne bennett came to cogra mate instantly i'm premiership team <laughs> A bit like the Bulldogs since they got rid of Baz. Couple oh, of weeks. Oh, of... Baz, leave him alone. God no, I, 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 no, I feel he's bad. He's probably for him. got the noose around his neck as we speak. <laughs> Let's. <laughs> I'll leave that. Yeah, I'll leave that one alone. All right. So uh, let's have a quick look at these ones. Uh, Nick Angus Crichton. What are we thinking? Mate, he's um a pretty awkward price point six hundred sixty three k. Um, so he's eighty more k than uh, Nat Butcher. Whilst he has a much higher ceiling, as we know, because he can make those long breaks, um, which we haven't really seen him do for quite a few years, really. He, I don't think he's worth a gamble at this point, considering they have identical job security. So you've got Crichton on the left and um, 
Butcher on the right, uh, both playing the 80 minutes. Uh, he averages 52.6, um, so I, I'd say he's a hold. Um, the other one's Nat Butcher, guys, with uh, 542k. Um, he's much cheaper than Angus Crichton, obviously. Um, he averages about the same, just one point less for the 80 minutes. So if you're considering bringing one of the two in, I'd definitely offer that butcher just because yeah. you're saving that money, which is pretty important this time of year. And the state of their bench now, these guys will be playing 80 minutes, right? There is no doubt Angus Crichton and that butcher are playing 80 if they're fit. Yeah, I have both of yeah, them for that reason. Who, who, who else are we looking at? We've got one more forward. Yeah, mate, uh, Payne Haas. So um, to be honest, uh, off the off the air, we were getting a bit hyped uh, about Paddy Carrigan being out and Payne Haas potentially soaking up a whole bunch of minutes. I just had a quick look. Payne Haas doesn't go gangbusters with or without Paddy Carrigan. Payne Haas is just Payne Haas things, which is averaged around 60. So um, he's still an awesome buy. He's still underpriced. So um, if you're looking for a middle forward, Payne Haas is definitely um, a premium. And he does have a more of a run- runway theoretically, but statistically I don't think he's going to necessarily bag you heaps more points uh, for fantasy. Um, and the other thing, obviously, Paddy Carrigan's a bloody hard sell. Uh, one of the hardest sells this week, along with uh, Cleary boys. So, Stu, what have you got, mate? What have I got? I've got the questions that I'm writing down the bottom, but what I've also got is I have Joey Manu, who is one of the most expensive players in the game at the moment. 829k, 69 points, 33 break even. So I'm bringing up him because people have Cleary money, and he seems to be getting the ball. So he got the most ball out of either team last week. So he had the most runs by any player after week. So he seems to have moved into that roving position. We will come into the middle and he'll run against the tighter forwards. So he's not just sitting out there on the edge uh, looking after Suwali anymore. So uh, look, Joey Manu, guys, uh, he's definitely a hold. You wouldn't sell him for love nor money this week. Uh, but he might even be a buy, like if it allows you to shift like a... Uh, uh, like Hines into your halves and you pick up Joey Manu I don't know what do you guys think about that I know that you're paying absolute premium but he's scoring premium points it's an interesting one given that Aikens now they moved to centre as in like within the Warriors team Aikens being moved to centre so Manu would be a a good option I just don't like playing full freight and I honestly can't afford to but if you have him far out you're in a good spot and if you have the cash I don't hate it. I mean, I'd like it more if Manu was at 5'8". Uh, yeah. Nick, but, but, what's but the he touched, he the like? ball. He touched the ball as much as he does when he's 5'8". That's what it's I'm just saying. the security of them continuing to play in that style, oh, right? I gotcha. I gotcha. Makes sense. Do you know what I mean? Like they, week to week, they might not do that. Whereas if he's in 5'8", I'm guaranteed that he will. And I, 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 at 8'24", right? I pay 8 more K and I get uh, Cam Murray or DCE. True. Dude, why did why did Manu miss round nineteen? Do you remember? What's oh, wrong? What's wrong? If you listen right, to the podcast, right. so, you would be aware of that one. <laughs> oh mate, hey mate, mate, getting getting flogged at uh, Martin Lawn and Coach Charter Counts for all your accounting and taxation needs. Um, so, um, I'm just having a look at Manu. He's averaging uh, fourteen tackle busts over his last three games, including the two at five eight. Which is pretty eye-watering. Um, oh my gosh! Nearly, nearly two hundred run meters. It's pretty tempting, but um, that's it. His scored. ceiling is phenomenal. That's all. So you're looking like a genius picking him up second, second Origin game. That really hurts me. 
that you did that oh yeah i got yeah i got him first by round just just the luckiest pick i've ever seen ah uh, it I was don't think I, have the I literally did it on the side of the road <laughs> i pulled over did it two minutes before game time and tried to trade it back but the game had started so i'm with nick i just i don't like chasing chasing the dragon fair enough That's i it. just feel like you i just uh, well, well here's your other option right you take 70k right my next guy james tedesco got 49 points last week he's got a 47 break even he's an option that allows you to sell cleary and move Hines or dewey to half and you get another yeah, that's 100k a no-brainer. that's a no-brainer yeah so it's it's a real option for you guys out there instead of going oh, i need a half and getting dylan brown right or if you're worried about getting Munster, then go get james tedesco and shift him around yeah i think i like that better because i'm not paying full full freight What's the Roosters run home, Nick? Where did they rank? It, it, it's middling. It's, yeah, around the middle. But they're peaking, you see. So you won't lose on yep. Teddy. I, I don't think. I don't trust. I still don't trust his knee. I think if Manu was the same price, I'd probably take Manu. But there's a reason he's not, because Manu's better. <laughs> he kind of is at the moment. So last five games, Mitch, Broncos, Cowboys, Tigers, Storm, Rabbitohs. So that yeah, is actually uh, top four, top four. T- better Tigers are uh, possibly top four by that time in the storm and Rabideau's looking good, decent too no I might stay away from him mm. cool uh, well look that, that's that's the option there James Tedesco if you're a non-owner you can bring him in and allows you to shift Hines to half so remember you have that option this week uh, Mitch Mitch what, yeah real quick one guys as an alternative to Nathan Cleary is Adam Reynolds so we did see him drop in price and points at that time with the rib cartilage injury. He only popped out 50-odd points uh, in his most recent round. But against a team that really towed up the Broncos, I think 53 is not a bad showing. As we said last week, um, I believe he's well and truly past that rib cartilage issue. So we know Adam Reynolds drinks the entire milkshake up at Red Hill. So if you're looking for someone a little bit spicy, if you're thinking Cameron Munster and Jerome Hughes... Don't think that and get Adam Reynolds. He's a much, much better option. In fact, I think he's a better option than Dylan Brown. Ooh, okay. Now, the only thing that concerns me is that he, while he got the 83 versus the Eels, he pulled out a 28 versus the Dragons. So. Dragons are a quality team, didn't you know? <laughs> and a 38 versus the Cowboys. So. Mate, like, don't, don't say he's better than Dylan Brown until you, you hear what we have to say about him, mate. Yeah. Well, no, no, he's allowed to have the opinion. I, I'm I'm still very much in the, it could be one or the other. I do like the fact that Adam Reynolds kicked goals. Uh, and the Broncos, nice. let's have a look at their last five. So if I'm a Bronco, Roosters uh, this week, Knights, Storm, Eels, Dragons. They've, they've got a better run home than the Roosters. They do. And, and the Storm and Dragons, the Storm are not in good shape. And we'll get to them later. But I do not consider the Storm to be stiff opposition at the moment. No. And the oh, dragons, Bill. Well. So, so, the so dragons really, we got the roosters like the who are. We got the knights who aren't. We got the storm who might be, the eels who probably will be, and then the dragons who aren't. Mm. And that's round twenty-five. They'll be barbecuing already. The dragons. Yep. They'll be one foot into their uh, barley trip. I'm telling you now. Yeah, it, <laughs> they'll be at gate twelve. <laughs> I, I meant to go to that game too, and it's like. Two- if there's anyone out there who wants my tickets, they're, they're willing to have it for $15. They're worth a lot more than that. Fair enough. 
Uh, all good. So, guys, who do we have winning this one? Uh, I'm I'm a bit confused by this game. I'm hoping that the Broncos get up by four. Broncos uh, traditionally win this game, so I've got Broncos by eight. Nice, Nick. Uh, I got the Roosters flogging them by eighteen. I think. Oh, sandwich, sandwich. I'll take the sandwich on the line there. Well, I, I, do you want to know what the line is? Yeah, but I'll take it no matter what. Oh, our line. Um, no, the, the line. line will probably be six and a half. Just bring it up. It is four and a half. Four and a half. That's not bad. Yes, it, uh, you get a try head start. Not yep. better though. Done. Okay, done. Excellent. Sweet. Okay, and Mitch, and I think you're still you're up to three sandwiches now, mate. Two, so. two. I'm up to two. No, you made another one, mate, last week. What yeah. happened there? Yeah, you lost. Uh, moving on, we oh, get no. to the asked. Uh, well, it's, it's the only it's the only betting we allow around here. We, we don't talk about what, all. What was the bet? I've forgotten. Uh, go back and listen to it if you listen to the pod. Anyway, moving on. Uh, we have the Friday 6 p.m. game. We have the Storm versus the Titans. God, uh, wash your car, do whatever else. Uh, look, for this one, Nick Meany's been ruled out with shoulder injury. Uh, Tyron Wishart's in number one. Hooray. Uh, obviously, with the speed and power that Tyron Wishart has, you know, his obvious fit. Uh, David Nofaluma makes his club debut on the wing. Grant Anderson moves into the centres because Justin Olam has COVID. Meaning uh, Chris Lewis returns to the bench and Xavier Coates is lurking around in reserves from that ugly synosmosis he got in. Was that Origin 2? Origin 1? Yes. Uh, 2, I think. 2. Uh, so there we go. Uh no, it was, I think it was Origin 1 because he got done by his former Broncos teammate, Staggs, who also went off in the same match. All right. Uh, next one we have, uh, Titans team. Mitch, what's happening with the Titans? Good news. Sorry, mate. My uh, Google Drive just closed down. Uh, Nick, you've got to take this one. Sorry, guys. Uh, Jaden Campbell uh, returns to the fullback position, uh, moving AJ Brimson to 5'8". Now, Tanner Boyd boosted a halfback and plays a Toby Sexton. <laughs> He's been, has he been dropped all the way to 20, mate? Oh, my God. I think I put a sandwich on that happening, and I, I think I'm at a sandwich deficit there because I'm pretty sure I told you he was going to get dropped. Fair. I'm not sure I bet about it, but yeah. <laughs> we, we friggin' said that would happen. that get rid of text at some point. Oh, uh, well, look, and, okay. and look, it, what I didn't realise at the time was that Tanner Boyd, who was started off this year as not even like the backup player for this team, I uh, used to play with David Fafita back in the schoolyard days. So maybe they're just hoping that he can play how, a bit better. How precarious is Mal Meninga's job there as, you know, head of player recruitment? Because I told you that Toby Sexton didn't pass the eye test. Uh, look, uh, no. have we done the Knights yet? When, when we get to the Knights, I think I'll let you know what I think about the difference between Adam O'Brien and uh, uh, the, oh, what's his name over at the Titans? Oh, yeah. Well, I mean, you look at the Titans squad. He just doesn't have the pieces, right? This team is just discombobulated and their cap's well, out of whack. Well, that, that's the thing. What, what they've got up there is they've got a recruitment issue. Actually, I'll just do it now. That's right. Yeah, they've just flat out. And yes, Mal Meninga should be fired. They've already fired the high-performance coach, right? Their whole recruitment strategy has been a bust, right? They overpaid for David Feeder. And they've they're, the only guy that they've got who's been worth his money in that friggin' squad. Yeah, and Tino. Yep. That's it. 
and I'm, I'm looking at the rest of this side. There is not one other player who you could slot into another squad and go, hey, he's a gun. Right? And I'm having a look at the rest of them and look, Jojo Fafita, he looks like a good young fella. But he's quick, eh? He looks very good. Like a di- bit different from Karaz, but he, he almost chased down um, uh, the Fox the other week, didn't he? From the other yeah, side of the field. It. Yeah, it was insane. So. Like, you're looking at the rest of the side and you're like, well, Greg Marzu could be better on a different team, but that's it. I don't know. Yeah, it feels like they've done something really poor down there and you really do feel bad for the coach because I don't think it's fully his fault. No, and if if they're the sort of organisation that can turn it around, they'll identify that. Yeah, I don't think they are. I think they're Gold Coast... <laughs> I don't think they are the, the, the Gold no, Coast I'm not saying that they are. ...has been the place where players go when they know that oh they're stuffed up or they're, they're doing the Greg Bird thing where they've you know had a bit of an issue at their old club and they're off for they're the better up. life on the Gold Coast living on the strip and no one expects you to do well just look yep. at the look at their Kevin Proctor yep anyway disappointing they uh, just brought in the wrong veterans anyway Cracking on, guys. I'll kick us off with uh, the Storm and uh, Cammy Munster, who's obviously a pretty solid um, Cleary replacement at 777k. You can definitely afford him if you have Cleary. So since 2020, I've just had a look at what he looks like with and without Pappenhausen. So he averages 60 with Paps and 55 without Paps. So it's not a kind run home in the last five either. Uh, they have the hardest run home. They've got the Titans home. So against the Titans, he averages 64. Penrith, he averages 61. They versus Brisbane, where he averages 56. And the Roosters, he averages 52. And Para, he averages 50, uh, 63. So um, whilst he will suffer without Paps, he's versing the harder teams, which suits him. And I see him averaging sort of high 50s on the way home. And he has that massive ceiling as well, as we know. So I'd say he's a buy. My question is, will he uh, get the kicking duties with Nick Meany gone, uh, Stu? Do you, do you have any idea? He or Harry Grant? Cam Munster's not a very good kicker. I did see that Harry Grant can take the occasional kick at goal. Yeah, okay. So well, I, I might, um, and, and look, I've, I'll quickly just tick off Harry Grant. 53 points last week. Oh, look, I've still got a buy rating on him, though Robson is a close option still. He's only a bit more, and it looks like Rob... Uh, Harry Grant's ceiling has been a little bit down lately just due to the fact that the Storm aren't doing as well so he just hasn't picked up those you know one to two try assist or tries a game that he was picking up previously he's put up solid scores he, he's missing too many tackles uh, for my liking um, compared to what he was doing earlier in, uh, in his career and stuff like that which isn't great um, my other guy was just David Feeder at 664k he's pretty tempting he's averaging 56 in his last three games there's still a buy. Um, obviously, he's got one of the highest ceilings in the league, but obviously, if you're captaining him, you know, you've probably got a gambling problem or something. Um, <laughs> but he's still a solid op- He's still a solid option on your bench, um, in my opinion. Um, if you're looking for, you know, some guy who can maybe win you head-to-head this week in the finals. Mitch, uh, what have you got, mate? Just a real quick one. Uh, Jerome Hughes, boys. So, look, we've got him in here as a possible clear replacement. I think straight off the bat, Cameron Monster would be a better option. And we've already spoken about a couple of others in Adam Reynolds. So if you're thinking Jerome Hughes, unless you don't have the cash, which if you're looking to replace Cleary, you do, 
Jerome Hughes is not the option. And <laughs> Melbourne really seems to be on, a, on, on the downturn. They were lucky to get out of Mount Smart with that win last week. I'd be very surprised if they were able to win more than one of their next five games. I think they have the Titans in there. Um, that's the one. Maybe that's the one. And I don't think there's any other easy wins for them. So they are a club that really is at the edge of their ability to cover for the loss of talent they've had with injuries. Jerome Hughes is is, is a no-go. And interestingly, just, just, so they've got the Panthers, Broncos, Roosters and Eels after this week. Oh, God. That's what I said, mate. Yeah, that's why I was just, I was confirming for Mitch about that tough run. And yeah, the, the worst part is that they're not going to be able to rest their players like they normally do for the Eels. No, mate, not at all. Uh, totally. They're going to run all the way into round 25 for your overall players, I think, this year. Um, and, and also, just to uh, uh, quickly, um, Cam Munster. Went, so, Meany went off in the 61st minute. Cam Munster took the uh, shot at goal, not um, not Harry Grant, which is interesting, I think. So For sure. I can't see the Storm scoring too many points after this week. Yeah, though, obviously. It gets the time, so. Oh, yeah, I see what you're saying. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. Well, Penrith, yeah, we'll see. I don't know. Well, we'll see how they go. Uh, next couple mm. of weeks will be proof and putting interesting times with all these injuries. They have uh, to win though. Like they're under such pressure. Like they do. They they could fall outside. They could fall into the bottom of the eight. Right. Yep. So I did a ladder prediction. They're most likely to finish seventh or eighth. With, oh. with what's happening. They Fair. can't miss the eight. I've checked that. It's almost impossible. But they could finish as low as eighth. That's it. Yeah, their forward against is too good. Unless the yeah. Raiders go on an absolute tear and win the next five, then no chance mm. of, yeah, of losing exactly that. Right. Uh, right, boys. I got the Storm by forty. Um, <laughs> you know, get on, get on your anytime try scores for the Storm because it's going to be a few of them, boys. Uh, I've got them by twenty-two. I think that uh, Nick Meany was actually quite a decent fullback, and Kyron Wishart is a terrible fullback. Mitch. Terrible. I mean, nobody's a winner in this game, but I got the Storm by 20. Yep, that's it, especially at home in Melbourne. Uh, moving on, we get to the late game. Might be interesting. Sea Eagles versus, sea Eagles versus Eels. So, Sea Eagles this week. Uh, Mitch, uh, what's happening with the Sea Eagles? So, Desi has reintroduced five of the seven players who were stood down uh, last week, uh, that being Jason Saab, Christian Topolutu, Tolatau, Kula, Hamoli, Alokawatu, and Tafoho Sipley. Meanwhile, Schuster has been named in the reserve and Alloway has not been named due to an AC joint injury that he suffered against St. George. Sean Kepi remains sidelined with a shoulder injury while Andrew Davey has been named despite suffering a concussion. Uh, ben Trevojevic has also returned um, from round 19 head knock while Dylan Walker and Marnie Tapao shift to the bench. Excellent. And look, uh, other... I can see in there somewhere. Brad Parker is lurking in 22 as well. Uh, so don't know what's happening with Brad. Um, interesting news from this one, by the way. I might, I'll might i save it for the next one because the Eels. Nick, what's happening with the Eels? Jake Yarth, the son of the coach. Uh, he's taken over Mitchie Moses, I think. That's the only change. That's it. Let's hope that he avoids the booze and the death threats. <laughs> oh. uh, that Mitch Moses got. Uh, that was pretty bad. Um, but interesting one for this one. Uh, Rumour is is that uh, Josh Schuster is very unhappy with Manly management and he may not be oh. in Manly Colours next year. Oh, poor Joshie. Oh. 
No, I, I, I think it's over like the role. It's over the whole thing. Like he was made assurances. That's why he stayed. So I think... Where's he looking to go there? Mate, if... Dolphins? Foz, Foz is gone next year. What the fuck's he crying about? Well, no, I, th- I think they're wondering next year. Well, maybe he hasn't got the job. Maybe they're going to put Croker there. Like they got they got options up there. Uh, that, that's the thing. Uh, Joshy Schuster. Oh, I reckon the Dragons could bloody use him. Yeah, I was Did just he, thinking that. Is think of a money or? I, I don't think it's a money issue. I, I think it's a they're mucking around with this role issue. He's this contract. He won't get much money, right? But if he I mean the next one, yeah, the next he's playing for the next one, and I he would be a standout at a lot of teams. I'll be completely honest with you. He'd definitely stand out at St. George. The, the, but he, it'd, be, it'd, be, it'd be the worst place for him to go. You, you, you could replace him with friggin' Kikau over at the Panthers. Ooh. Oh, well, yeah, you've got Kikau money that you're not spending no more. What do you mean? You've upgraded everyone else. You've upgraded everyone, but you, I'm saying you, that you, 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 you can give him though. half Kikau's money. Kikau was on like 750 Yeah, right. Anyway, moving on. Uh, look, I'll quickly clip through this. So... Reed Marnie, uh, look, you great return to form last week with 61 points. Uh, look, after the week that everyone's had with injuries and suspension, trading him out at this point is a luxury. So, again, Reed Marnie as a whole, but at least we saw the performance, a better performance than we've been getting the last few weeks. And, uh, yeah, so that that's pretty much there. Ryan Madison, guys, continues to be a hold, though I don't have him as a buy this week. There's just too many better options out there, uh, even at 13. Uh, he's just he's not hitting that 1.2 ppm like he was for a while Nick you, you said that he'd come back to earth and he has oh he had to it was just it was just ludicrous absolutely ludicrous um, yeah. awesome for those who uh, had the balls to pick him up but yeah. you know now we actually got two players that we really do want to talk about tonight over at Parramatta due to the injury crisis and the suspensions who are we looking at Nick Mate, we've been doing some uh, slicing and dicing of footy statistics. Um, Dylan Brown at 623k, you can obviously afford him for Cleary. He averages 47 with Mitch Moses and 65 without Mitch Moses. So that was a five-game sample against the Titans, the Raiders, the Roosters, the Cowboys and the Knights. But that's when all those teams were pretty, you know, pretty rubbish. The Titans, Cowboys and Knights in particular in 2020 and 2021. Um... So he played two games with Jake Arthur in 2021 um, as a halves partner. So I've got rid of those games where he's playing centre. So I've been solely as a half pa- halves partner. So it was around 19 and around 20 against the Raiders and the Roosters, where he scored a 45 and a 68. So I'd say a 65.7 average is unlikely, but I think a 60-ish average would probably hold up. I think will be the dominant playmaker and um, have his hands on the ball the whole time and really have to step up to get this parasite firing on their way into the finals. Um, does Dylan Brown tempt you at all, Mitch? Yes, he does. It's something a little bit spicy and left of field, and I think I need to do something like that to win head-to-head. I certainly would probably be tempted to pick him up over Reynolds personally because he's cheaper uh, and it gives me full totally. flexibility, and I know that he has to drink the whole milkshake. Yep. Uh, I like it. Uh, so their last five, that was the Seagulls, Rabbitohs, Bulldogs, Broncos, and Storm. So for matter. So it's a run of They should win all five of those. Maybe other than the Rabbitohs game. Yeah, the Rabbitohs. If, they're, if they're serious about contending, they really do need to win all five though. That's it. Yep. Uh, for sure. So uh, 
there's another guy though who also benefits uh, from Mitch Moses being out. Who's that, Nick? Uh, the Gutherino, King Guffo. Five, he's only a 503k guy, so virtually anyone can bring him in. So he's played three games without Mitch Moses as well in 2021, where he scored an 88 versus the Titans, who are poo. 43 against the Raiders, who are all right, and 61 versus the Roosters, who was good. So he's going to take over the kicking duties, where he scored 1.3 goals per game. I haven't got his um, uh, kicking statistics, unfortunately. He, he's actually um, quite but, a good goal kicker. He, he's a very decent goal kicker. He's all right. He's a bit upright, but yeah, he's all right. Hey, he's, um, he's, he's, a lot, he's a lot better than Sam Walker. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, well, he's got more weight to him. Um, <laughs> I'd lead towards a high 50s uh, average with uh, Gutherson too. Um, so he averaged 65.8 in the in the Volandis ball, uh, COVID ball in uh, 2020, So, um, which was just stupid. I'm sure we all remember that sort of being uh, Gutherson's best year really in 2020, uh, where the game really started to open up and... His sort of fitness was in front of the rest of the leagues, but um, I, I really do think he could be high fifties as well, which means you know he's got to be worth 200, 250k more than he is now. So if, if you're looking for someone on your bench as a wing fullback cover, you know if you're looking at upgrading, you know a lot of people with Xavier Savage, for example, it only costs you 40k or so to get to a Clint Gutherson, and uh, you've got a dude who can just go huge. I like that, or it allows you to take. Like uh, if you trade down from Cleary to him and it allows you to take one of your other guys who's been sitting on your bench who you have to play and upgrade them to a real stud because, you know, you move Heinz into the half. You can play Gutho. If he, without Moses, Gutherson, you can play in your team. Really? If I'd... you have, um, if you can't afford like a, a Dwayne either, you know. Um... True. If you, you know what I mean? Like, if you need someone around that 500k to make your two or three trades work, I think Gutho is probably your best option around that price point at this stage of the season. I, it in, in terms of just highest upside, you know, he's not the safest by any means, but he's definitely got your highest upside. Oh, uh, yeah, for sure. And look, the Eels, they look like they're, they've got some intent to them, though the fact that the Panthers uh, got them in the second half is concerning. Uh, Look, guys, uh, looking at this team, who do we think is going to win this one over at Four Pines Park? Uh, Nick? Power by eight. Um, Seagulls should be a route, I think. There's some discontent there, um, apparently. Although we don't know if that's just media hype or not, but I wouldn't be surprised if there's a bit of a fracture now in the playing group. Um, I don't know how there couldn't be, really, after last week. So what do you think, Mitch? Uh, I think Dylan Brown will do a great job leading the Eels around, so I've got him by 12. Excellent. And uh, to round us out, yeah, I've, I've got the Eels by 10, so perfect. Uh, all right, so let's get to the Saturday game. Uh, we've got the Rabbitohs, who were beaten in Golden Point last week, versus the Warriors, who actually were pretty decent. Uh, so, uh, Nick, what's happening with the Rabbitohs? Hey, Jed Cartwright, um, he's out with uh, Tony Mill who returns from a finger injury. Uh, Tom Burgess is suspended, as we mentioned earlier. He's been replaced by Mark Nichols. Uh, Cody Nekarima is out in place of Blake Taff. There's, there's like all straight downgrades. That's a shame. Okay, so this is my... Mark Nichols is all right. No, Mark Nichols is right, but Tom Burgess was playing bloody well last week. Yes, he was. He was on fire. 
Yeah, he was very close to us. We, we decided not to heckle him. He's a big man. Uh, <laughs> a very big man. Good decision. Good decision. <laughs> That's right. Though he seems to be the most calm of all three brothers. So he's... Oh, I was going to say something like that. Yeah. Uh, he seems to have his head screwed on like the other three. So... That's exactly right. He's the only one who hasn't gone absolutely ballistic in his time. Um, all right. The other one is the Warriors. Mitch, what's happening with the Warriors? Uh, Joe Tavega is out of the squad in round 21 due to a shoulder injury. That forces a number of changes. Uh, Egan will slot into 5-8. Freddie Lussick comes into the 9 jersey. And young gun Taniela Otukoolo has joined the bench. Jack Murchie has made the switch to the back row. And Josh Curran uh, is moved back to the bench. Meanwhile... You and Aiken, guys, has slotted into the centres with Bailey Sirinan moving into the back row and uh, Aaron Penne at lock. So, Stu, kick us off with you and Aiken. Um, what are your thoughts, mate? What well, do we do? Oh, look. What do I do? The answer is, is that if you've got a loop set up in your thing, which you might do if you own... Obviously, if you own Volkman, you can't do this. But with some other players, you can. Uh, can't you do it? Oh, well, you, can, you, can, you can do it as long as the, he's the second player. Uh in your loop but um yep. and you got a guy playing earlier but basically you and Akins is the type of guy this week that you want to loop in I don't think he's a sell yet I'm looking there Viliami Valia who I think had a broken jaw and played through it he's sitting there at number 23 so I know that they keep on dropping edges who keep on not scoring but uh I reckon that he's a chance to slot back onto the edge just like he did a few weeks ago so, Aiken averaged thirty three point eight in the centres last year. Oh my god, that's yeah. terrible. Versus fifty five on the edge. Oh my god, he did. So as I said, loop this week. Uh, I would have him as your loop option. Uh, but yeah, look, we always did mention that this could be a thing. But guys, I think trades are a luxury now. Look, if you've got ten trades hanging around, sure, go for it. Trade him out. Whatever. Go pick up. Um, who would you pick up right now? Val Holmes who's on an absolute yep. tear up the charts. Uh, or yep. Joey Manu, if you have 200K and you feel like being extra spicy. But mm-hmm. apart from that, just leave him alone, loop him in. I reckon he's 50-50. He will play on an edge, if not this week, the next week. Because they need to play Vilea. He's He looks like a good player. Uh, having a look at the rest of this... Uh, yeah, there's not oh, really Stu, much. I'm, I'm asking for a friend. Would you start Suwali or Aiken in the center position? I don't have much center cover, as you can tell. <laughs> uh, you'd, you'd, you'd loop the two, wouldn't you? You'd loop... Uh, you yeah. place Because Suwali plays on Thursday, right? And then just move Aiken in. Yeah. Yeah, yeah they would be my loop choice, those two. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, no, nah, it's oh pretty gross, God. mate. You, Aiken's mine because I've got Manu, Burton, and I've got Aiken. That's it. Yeah, nice. Yeah. Uh, all right. So, Nick, we've got a couple of big boys to talk about. Who are we talking about? Mate, Cam Murray, Damien Cook. Cam Murray's 838K. Damien Cook's 919K. They're both scoring gangbusters. They're playing for a good team that wants to win. That's uh, clicking into gear at the right time of year. I don't think there's really anything to say about them. Just if you need to bring them in for Cleary, do it. I've got no qualms whatsoever um, or issues in bringing both of them in, one of them in. Just just do it. Don't yep. think it. Just do it. Yep. And look, I'll quickly just talk about Latrell Mitchell, who we've had a strong buy on it recently. Uh, less strong than Adam Dewey, but still a strong buy. He got a 36 last week. 
I think it just wasn't his week. He was moved to the centres as injury yep. coverage for Jed Cartwright. So don't take that as like, a, oh, he's finished for the year. I don't think he's finished. I think it's just a game where he moved he moved in and then Nick Arima came in as fullback because Nick Arima is not a centre. So, and is it going down, Stu? Uh, look, I... Look, the bunnies are going to towel them up, especially at home. Look, the dollar fifty, it's gross. Yeah, uh, sure. 26, I give them here. Uh, yeah, that. I don't know how they fix their side at the moment, the Warriors. Mitch? I've got rabbits by 14. I think they just might take their foot off the accelerator, but at no stage will the Warriors hey, threaten them. The line is 17 and a half. <laughs> Yeah, so I'm just under the line. Wait, okay. And uh, Nick? I've got the by 30, the buddies. Be, <laughs> this is going to be oh, They're, they're one of those teams that can accelerate, right? The Panthers don't accelerate, but these guys do. Right, speaking yeah, they, have, of, they, have, they have fun scoring tries. Like, you get Johnston scoring three or four tries easy, just for fun, yeah. For sure. Look, uh, speaking of the Panthers, 5.30 p.m. game, Raiders versus Panthers. So, uh, look, John Rapana goes back into the wing for, uh, on his return from suspension, shifting Albert Hopewater to the 18th man for the Raiders. That's the only change. They're fit and firing, and it looks like Adam Elliott has overcome whatever hip niggle he had. He's named the 13, and there's no one in this. Oh, oh, they could bring in Corey Horsburg, but they probably won't. What's happening with the Panthers, Nick? Uh, Jameis Salmon has been named at 5'8 uh, for Jerome Luai. Um, shifting Sean O'Sullivan into halfback to cover for the suspended Nathan Cleary. So Steve Crichton returns after that nasty ear split against the Sharks. Uh, Mitch Kenny returns to the bench after suffering a knee injury. So um, still a really solid side. I'll just kick us off, guys. Taylor May, um, he scored a 28. He had one bad game. Just hold. Or if you want to cash him out, cash him out. He's done his job. Um, you can even swing it to Gutho if you want, but really should be looking to someone for a keeper. Um, and if you want to cash down, we'll talk about Kate Dykes later as a 220k guy who might play a fair bit. So, um, to be honest, uh, I don't know. Do you even bother holding Taylor May Stewart at this stage? Or do you oh, I th- I th- depends on where he sits in your side. If he's sitting in your game day bench, he's a bit of a worry, right? Because there'll be less points yeah, in the agree. Panthers. I agree. So he's, he and Cooler, who we glossed over before, are probably sells right if you can trade your way out like you know you take some of that clearing money by trading down to a half and you trade one of these guys up right to better yep. coverage totally uh, um, yeah, that's it for me the other one guys um, I've got three now uh, Joe Tarpane 859k guys he's ridiculous mm-hmm. he scored 90, 93 and what did he get a sin bin as well like, yeah he got 10 minutes for pain. punching he passes the eye test, right? Yeah. Mate, New, Newcastle, idiots, letting go. Ricky, idiot for not playing him more. Like, seriously. He's in crazy form. He's averaging 69 over his last three games. He's filling up the stat sheet everywhere. Like, honestly, there's no point talking about his stats because he's doing everything. Like, tackle busts, offloads, running meters, scoring a try or two. Like, it's just stupid. And he's really passing the eye test, as Mitch alluded to. I'd lean Murray over Tarpanay just based upon the base stats. But Tarpanay could obviously go for 93, which is just ridiculous. So um, if you're not liking Murray, go to Tarpanay. I don't think you can go wrong at this stage of the season with the Raiders really looking to make a push. 
Um, they're sitting in ninth. They really want to get into the eight, and they could really shake up the top, uh, the final series, if they make a push. Now, I think I think they got a team that can win a game or two in a final series. Yep. Um, uh, as I yo guys, seven hundred fifty-one k. Um, he only cracked out of 49 this week. So usually we don't really bring up Yo because he's just a steady whatever. But um, we just thought we'd look at him because of Cleary. Um, he averages 59.5 with Cleary and 64 without Cleary over the last three seasons. So there's a four to five, pump, four to five point bump there. Um, he will get his hands on the ball more. Um, whether he's doing more linking or running, uh, we'll have to sort of wait a week to really see how that sort of pans out but really um he should uh, up his involvements and i would dare say he'd be playing the full 80 don't you think Stu? close to it he'll uh, they'll take him off when he's gassed for like five or so but he's one of those guys who after five minutes he gets back in yeah so he's not uh they, they really need him and he's a captain as well isn't he so he's the um, sole captain and, now yeah he's He'll, they'll really be leaning on him uh, for his experience and um, everything that he brings to the table into the ball playing and ball carrying on the way home. Um, moving James Salmon into the starting side as well, just sort of, it just he, he was spelling go a bit, wasn't he, Stu, in terms uh, he, of uh, he, a bit of middle playmaking, you know? He was because I think James Salmon's one of those guys who came through as a half, naturally. So he's, yep. he, he's a natural half, but obviously you've got Cleary and Luai there. So just like Matty Burton, they've they're trying to turn him into like a ball playing edge back row or middle. So and using those yeah, skills because he was coming on in the middle though, wasn't he? Not he was. Edge. So that that's it. Yeah. So look look so at the. So if he's in the starting side, I, I I think Yo will play 75, 80 minutes or something like that now because you got Mitch Kenny, Sorensen. The um, only Brady other guy I could do it is Mitch Kenny. He might spell him, but it's only for a few minutes. That's it. And, and number 17, you got Charlie Staines there, right? So, uh, I'm not sure that Staines will stay there. I think, you know, Matt Eisenhuth might roll his way in come uh, totally. game day. I see, I see that happening too. So, um, you know, if you can't afford those Murrays or Tarpanes, as I yo, I don't think you can go wrong going for the last five games of the season. Um, any objection, Mitch? No. No objection at all. I think you guys make good arguments. Hmm. Okay, Stu, any, what are your thoughts on the Panthers' hearts, Okay, mate? So, look, uh, Jamin Salmon is an interesting cash-down option this week, 247K. He'll probably play out the rest of the season. Uh, his break-even is all right-ish. So, um, basically, he, he'll, do, he'll do pretty well. So he's like just one of those players that's, you know, if you just need him there and then have to play him at some point due to things. He got 35 last week when he played big minutes, right? So because he came in and played half for most of the game. Uh, I'm just trying to think if there's anything else here. Yeah, seven break even. So you make some money, but we're not really concerned about that. Sean O'Sullivan's aren't you, about Kurt, aren't you worried about Kurt Falls potentially coming in? I, uh, I am Simon. to a point, but if they've chosen Salmon, right, they've obviously chosen him for a reason. It's There must be something there that they've, they've preferred him. Same way that, you know, the Panthers, for some reason, they won't play Spencer Lenu for more than 25 minutes, right? They're just doing it, and they've made the decision. They're weird people, but they seem to be winning, so can't argue with them. Hmm. Sean O'Sullivan's an interesting one. He's played six games this year at an average of 52.3. So uh, <laughs> he's 
He's doing very well for himself. He's come in and he just runs this team. And the fact that he's running it now with a guy who doesn't kick very much, he's just got a bit of a short kicking game, uh, means, speaking of drinking the milkshake, Sean O'Sullivan will be drinking the milkshake. He's a very good kicker. I believe he will be, it'll be a shootout between him and Stephen Crichton for goal kicking. Probably Stephen Crichton. Uh, But that's it. Yeah, I agree with that. Uh, so, but look, if he, if Sean O'Sullivan is kicking goals, if he gets some word about that, I put him as almost a very strong buy. But look, he's certainly a spicy, spicy choice for you guys this week. Uh, I probably prefer one of the other guys like Dylan Brown or Adam Reynolds, but he's playing on a very good team. Um, yeah, yeah I, I'd look elsewhere. I mean, Sean O'Sullivan obviously has performed this year. Um, but when you can go Dylan Brown. Yeah. I mean, oh, you can. You know, get, get, get a bit more pedigree, and you've definitely got the certainty with Dylan Brown. Um, I, I don't know. I'd lean that way, Mitch. Would you lean uh, Sean O'Sullivan or Dylan Brown? I mean, I could do some pretty spicy things if I cashed Cleary down to Sean O'Sullivan. I could probably get Cookie and Cam Murray at the same time. So definitely interesting I probably won't do it but you could do some really interesting stuff because I do agree with Stu that Sean O'Sullivan's pretty much guaranteed to get somewhere between 40 and 50 points well, well Dylan Brown's in price virtually he is he's cheaper Dylan Brown's 50k uh, sorry 20k less is he oh then it's Dylan Brown all day I, I was under the assumption Sean O'Sullivan was less no, no, no Dylan Brown's Brown. 623 no, versus it's just the role difference that I'm pointing no. out here is that Dylan, Dylan Brown, Brown uh, test. Dylan Brand is a 5'8". Sean O'Sullivan is a number 7, right? So, I test. I test and Penrith, I think, are about to get rolled by the Raiders. Okay. Well, I see an ambush too, Well, well let's, let's put on this. Look, I've, I've got the Panthers by 14. Mitch? <laughs> I got the Raiders by 8. Up okay. the green I, machine. I the Raiders by 4. We didn't correlate this at all. We just we just both felt, both felt an ambush, eh? I feel it coming, man. I, I, I love it. Oh, um, look, it, you know, it'll certainly I'm be a good game. I'm off the Dragons. I'm going for the milk. It's certainly a game worth watching Justin this George. week. Uh, and then we get to the late game, a uh, game not worth watching. Uh, Sharks versus the Dragons. Next. Okay, so uh, Nick, what's happening with the Sharkies? Uh, Kate Dykes fills in for Will Kennedy. Uh, Royce Hunt is out. Um, Brad Hamlin Uele is into starting side. Brandon Trindle returns to the bench. It's pretty simple. And the Dragons team looks 1-17, to 17, doesn't it? Yep. He's stuck with the same change. friggin' team. Yeah. yeah, it looks exactly the same as the one that got flogged. Okay, guys, I'll kick <laughs> us off. Uh, Kate Dykes, 220k. He's a 5'8 fullback. He played fullback the last couple of weeks and earlier in the season two in the, New, in the New South Wales Cup. So watching some YouTube, I did a bit of homework. He reminds me of a bit of uh, Callum Ponga, you know, uh, hard steps. And he also, you know, Kong, uh, Ponga-like sort of uh, kicks on and um, powers through and steps through the line. He's that kind of player, um, which is pretty exciting. Um he averages 43.6 in six games at fullback uh, with a quite a wide uh, variance. So he can score a 74 or he can score a 17. Um, overall, he scored 44.8 in 13 games in New South Wales Cup, which includes seven games of the halves. I'm not really sure about his job security with uh, Lockie Miller at number 18. Um, and Lockie Miller was impressive on debut uh, early in the season. So uh, but Lockie Miller has been named at fullback in the New South Wales Cup. So... 
Um, there's not really much man on the bone. It's a bit of a lot tree, but at 220k, you either get a guy's playing or you get a loop option. So I don't really see much diet downside in picking Cade um, from that option. Um, Stu, what have you got, mate? Look, I really don't have much at all. Uh, look, just saying uh, with Nico Hines, he just remember, guys, he can play half. I've seen so many people go, like, oh, what do I do? It's like, go get yourself a better wing fullback and move Hines to half. Catch you later. So, uh, but look, he, he's certainly one of the stronger uh, captaincy choices here because the Sharks, and look, correct me if I'm wrong, Nick, but I'm pretty sure they have the easiest run home. They do. Dragons, Tigers, Seagulls, Bulldogs, Knights. So there's one, Ooh. no, no top eight teams. Yeah, I mean, in, pre- in previous weeks, we've talked about Jesse Raymond and Talakai being good options as well. Uh, if you're looking at strike players, uh, but... Talakai came back last week. He got the most run metres out of any team. Oh, so, so, so play yeah, on either he, team? He only put up like a 38 or something. Not not really much attacking stats. He's not making many tackles, but... Um, yeah, the Sharks are very interesting, and, and Nico definitely leads a charge with them. And Mitch, your mate, Matty Moylan, he... Um, he was awesome last week without the two missed field goals. But other than that, he's been shooting lights out this year, mate. I predicted that he'd go most of the season without an injury. I'm sure Stu and I had an argument about that at the start of the year. He hasn't been fantasy relevant, but he's looked the good. It was me. It was me. I was, I yeah. was spewing with you. But you're, you're spot on, mate. Yeah. Now that sure. one. All right. So, look, uh, I've got the Sharkies winning this one by 14. Uh, Nick? Uh, Sharkies by 20. It should be a rollover. I got the Sharks by 30. The bigger, the better. I hope we'll get run out of town. <laughs> Fair enough. Shark playing, playing, well as... playing, playing the same team after you get trampled by the Cowboys, mate, that, that should be a sackable offense just there. Oh, the, they should be. Season, uh... The season's done and they're not playing Tyrell Sloan at fullback. Give me a break. Uh, the, yeah, that's it. Like, I could understand. And Michael, Molo, Michael Molo's not playing and you've got Aaron Woods in there. Fuck. Oh, that's yeah. disgusting. Yeah, uh, Fine, Max Fine. They're not playing him either. No. So, yeah, right. look, I can understand giving Billy Burns a run, but, yeah, that's about it. Billy Burns actually looked all right. But he did. You know, his biggest criticism has been not bringing the juniors through, and here we are. Um, we actually have some good junior talent, so... And now uh, you're playing Josh McGuire on these... at 17. But... Oh, far out. He's got to go. Hook's got to go. That's it. Hey, guys, on to the uh, early Sunday game. We've got the Bulldogs and the Cowboys. No changes with the Bulldogs. Uh, what they're 1-17... to and the Cowboys, uh, the Hammer takes Carl Felt's wing spot. Um, and Jake Granville comes onto the bench to take the Hammer spot. Stew, drink water, mate. Give us a spiel. Well, look, okay, here's a bit of an interesting option this week. So, Scotty Drinkwater, uh, 600k, 63 points, 48 break even. He's a great pot option. And I've got him as an awesome loop to pick up the, some good end of round points because uh, the Cowboys are playing late for just about the rest of the season. Uh, try and two tries. This shows how well it can go. DPP cover. He is one of the bench studs for the end of the season for me. So like Adam hey, Dewey. That, that, that's I, a beautiful pickup earlier in the year. I, I thought you'd be crazy, but it, you, you've sort of positioned him in your squad very nicely, haven't you? Yeah, look, it's it's come out well, but he's still a decent... Like I'd get Adam Dewey before him uh, for sure. Like it's not, a, it's not even close. Uh, and Adam Dewey has... Uh, I know what eight thousand percent more upside, and is thirty one k cheaper. But yep. if you got Adam Dewey and you're looking for the extra guy to sort of to fill in, you got some Cleary cash. You're looking to upgrade a cooler to somewhere. Scotty Drinkwater still DPP. He's got great cover. You can play him late, 
and he's he looks really good. Mm. Like he's he's following up the ball, running into holes, running beautiful backup, and there's heaps of points in this Cowboys team. They bombed that try though. Like, um, didn't he have some break and then he threw the ball away when he could have just like strolled over the line? Or was that the week before? No, that was this week. Uh, yeah, he certainly did. Yeah. He he got the pass and then it was knocked down uh, by Maybe the opposition. Yes. Oh mate, I was I was definitely screwed because that would have got sixty three into like about an eighty something, right? But then again, he was on the wrong side of my loop because I picked up Joey Manu's loop instead, so it wouldn't have mattered. Mm. Uh, so I just got to watch him. And look, Max King, guys, uh, after all the craziness that's been going on, oh, Max King, he's doing Max King things. So as we say each week, if you've held on to him for the season, you have scored for 240K, 875 points. I'm pretty sure wow. he scored more points than Adam Reynolds. That's amazing. I'm almost certain he scored more points than that. You called that, Nick, though. You called him to be a good player from the start. That was one of your best calls of the year, mate. He scored 50 more points than Adam Reynolds. Oh, wow. This year. That's crazy. He scored 40 more points than you and Aiken. You serious? I wish I had held him. He scored as many points as Payne Haas. I, uh, yeah, but payoff injured. Yeah. Oh no, no, I, I get you, but but I, for two forty k, that one's a very interesting one. Yeah. That, that anyway, leave, leave him alone. Leave Max King alone. That that's it. I'm just saying, he's been there's absolutely the luxury trade to move him. May just keep him in. Yeah, <laughs> leave him alone. Uh, Mitch, who have you got? A couple of quick ones, boys. So Matt Burton, seven hundred and sixty four k. He had forty three points and he sits at a sixty three break even. Are we concerned? No. Matt Burton looks the goods. Passes the eye test. Didn't score as many points because the rest of his players were doing the job for him. He's outside of Joe Money, the best keeper center in the game. Do not touch him. Yeah. Talking about luxury trades, just leave him. Yeah. Karaz is. Uh, would you pick him up with Cleary Money? No, I wouldn't pick him up, but if you hold him, hold him one more week. So the Bulldogs have the hardest or second hardest run home. He has a break even of six, so you'd probably hold him for one more week. I regret, and probably, probably outside of my. Uh, uh, oh gosh, the um, Bo Fermor trade outside of Bo Fermor trading Karaz to Ponga is one of my biggest regrets of the year. Karaz passes the eye test, but I think with this hard run home, one more week, and then if you've got him, it's time to trade up. Okay. Yeah, but, but Ponga was a decent shot. You, you, know what I mean? like, you, you can't expect him to be knocked out by nah. the you know Matt, Matt Lodge's second finger. Yeah, seriously. Yeah. Anyway. Now that we know that that happens, yeah, he's on the do not buy list. But the yeah. he's on the Kiri list. Yeah. Now <laughs> I, I was actually thinking Matt Burton. Would you buy him this week if you yes. didn't own him? Yes. And some of Kiri money. Yes. 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 Would yes. you buy him yes. before Dylan Brown? I'd buy him before half. I bought Joey Manu. Okay. Yeah. He's cheaper, dude. Sixty k, and you know what? He, when you, we know what we're getting. He does everything. He does, but well, with the second hardest run home. Yep. I'm having uh, a look yep, here. They got over. Cowboys, then they got the Warriors, which will be great for those head-to-head people. Eels, Sharks, Sea Eagles. Look, look, if Joey Manu, if the Roosters had easy run home, I'd say no. But Roosters are middling anyway. It's not an easy run home. No, you know what I mean. So gotcha. Bulldogs, Excellent. Bulldogs have beaten the Bulldogs have beaten the Eels, and I think they'll give the Eagles all they can handle. So for sure, totally. All right, Nick, who have you got? Uh, mate, Jason Tamalolo, he doesn't have the pop he used to, as everyone knows. Um, and I'd look elsewhere if you're looking at a mid-option. I look at um, Butcher, 
Um, any other options around 624k guys just real quick anyway. not really but uh, uh, what what we're saying is don't trade him if you got him but if you're looking to buy buy Nat Butcher oh so. no 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 don't don't trade just just look elsewhere yeah 51 points isn't bad and Cotter didn't drink too much of his milkshake fortunately no he will no, he will slowly though mm, maybe we'll see um, I reckon Jermaine Tino Brown it? loses time anyway moving on yes I agree with that uh, Nano guy, 730k. He's had one of the best rookie seasons from an edge that I can really remember. Yeah, it's been he's amazing. Trapped, he's a trap now at that price, and I'd go uh, Hudson Young personally for you know 20 odd k cheaper, with an easier schedule for the Raiders and a more desperate team heading to the final five games. Um, Hudson Young's had a sneaky awesome back end of the season, and like some of the passes Hudson Young's are doing, I'm just like, like the flick passes and. It's just incredible. Um, Ruben Cotter, guys, 739k. He, he pumped out a 32 this week. Honestly, he's a solid option if he gets the minutes, as we know. Uh, but he only played 38 minutes last week. Um, Mitch, any idea what kind of minutes we can expect? Would 60 minutes be out of the question this week? Or do you think he'll sort of sit around 40, 50 minutes? Yeah, good question. Uh, I think last week, Stu, I said that he'd play about 30 minutes, so I wasn't far off. Uh, and my prediction was he'd play 30, 50, and then get close to that 60, 65 minute mark. Given he played 38 last week, he might push for mid 50s. So he won't be at 60 minutes this week. I think he'll be 50 to 55. So okay. he's at least he's at least one more week from this week away okay. from full minutes, no. and then one more week for the break even to okay. settle. So that's a big concern for us at home because head to head final start for most people this week. Yep. Cotter's not going to play full minutes for at least one more week. So I, I guess think. if you're coming first in your league, um, then you might have the luxury of doing that. Uh, he averages around 50 when he plays over 50 minutes and less than 60. So I don't think you're going to lose your shirt on him if you have deep uh, uh, finals aspirations. Because, um, guys, he's got the hooker DPP and really um, hookers are pretty pretty scarce in the moment good ones that you feel good about right that's that's why uh, I um, I asked to put him in because I was thinking there he's a different sort of DPP and this he's the only one this year the only one worth it uh, middle uh, hooker option so if if we're feeling more confident about him yes if you're willing to take the gamble uh, that round 22 he comes good then you might have a chance and the Cowboys yeah, have, he, he, He's averaging, you can sort of book him in for a point per minute or so. So if you think he's going to get more minutes, then he's an absolute layup. But if you're with Mitch and sort of thinking you're around 50 or so, maybe hold off for a week. Fair enough. And yeah, makes sense. And look, he's a tackle bot. So he's got the Roosters, then he's got the Warriors, Rabbitohs and Panthers. So after this week. Yep. So yeah, cool. He doesn't miss many either. Great first contact. I got the Bulldogs by six. Mitch, what do you got, mate? Oh, that's spicy. Um, I'd like the Bulldogs to win, but I have to take the Cowboys 12. Yeah, I've got the Cowboys by 14. So they'll, I reckon they'll win this one. I'd, I'd take a bet on the Bulldogs winning. Outside, uh, of, New against... uh, outside of uh, Queensland? Yeah. They just beat St. George outside of Queensland. Yeah, but it, mate, it's St. George. I, I honestly think the Bulldogs are better than St. George. they got more talent than us. I agree. That's then true. They're better right coach. now they do. Uh, even with Barbecue Boy <laughs> 10 uh, 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 Jackson Topanay by the way I'm black booking yeah. for next year he looked good yeah he's solid 
He yeah. scored a try, didn't he? He did. He, 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 but also he broke a couple of tackles at wide. Uh, last news, Raymond Fatala Mariner at named at 23 for those of you who have him still in your team. Uh, uh, so the rib cartilage injury. He might come back into the side. Okay. We'll just it'll be two him weeks off. He'll be two weeks being worthwhile point wise though. He'll still be get he'll be down on minutes and down on uh, his ability to engage the line. Oh yeah, no, it's just for players like me who are holding him and just, just waiting just in case. Oh, you if know, it's you, you if it's you, hold him. Yeah. Yep. Uh, hold on to you. Hold on. Parking. Two more weeks. <laughs> <laughs> uh, next one is uh, you'll, you'll be out of finals bowl. by then, Mitch. Yeah, oh the mate, this is. I uh, you know what? It's it's pretty poor. So uh, look, Fenua Pole starts in thirteen <laughs> and plays Jackson Hastings. So a guy we never heard of before the season is now the starting lock. Twenty-seven-year-old uh, Thomas Freeban uh, makes his NRL debut. Uh, what's happening with the Knights? Uh, let's go with Mitch. How are we going with the Knights? Simi Sasagi has shifted to the bench with Anari Tualal moving to the wing to accommodate the return of young gun Bradman Best from a thumb injury. The Clem has been issued with a show clause notice by the Knights, so he's out for the next four weeks. Uh, and uh, the club also explained that there'll be no further correspondence until the process has been completed. So uh-huh. four weeks at least for the Clem. And uh, Jacob Saifidi will move to the front row in the, his absence. Kurt Mann has been named in the reserve as he needs a return from a quad injury. Awesome. Saifidi pros, let's go. Awesome. Okay, well, yeah, if it was earlier in the season, we'd be all over the Saifidi brothers, but uh, we're not. So Nick Tyson Frizzell. Mate, my boy, Frizz, 544k. So I think he's just dirt cheap. He's back to the 80 minutes. Um, he had a dip in price and form due to those rib issues. Um, he averages 55.8 this year when playing the full 80. So hopefully he gets back to that for, for my fantasy team's sake because I jumped on for the buy round. And I don't have any regrets because I love Frizz. And you always want guys in your team who you can root for. Um, so I've got him as a buy just because he's... He's just got that upside. He really could be a seven. I think he's worth in the 700s, and I, hopefully he comes right. Mitch, do you think his ribs will be all right by now, or do you think he's still dealing with the issues? I'm more weak. Oh, one one more okay. week, dude. He's getting there. He's, he's one more week. If it's not this 39, week, it's If it's not this week, it's definitely break this even. So yeah, yeah, you, you, can, you can hop on the train if you, if you need yep. to upgrade someone you cheap. He's one more week off being good, but yeah. Yeah, he's a straight upgrade for a guy like Cooler or these other guys who peaked in at, value. At, at 554, that's pretty tempting, particularly with Clem not playing. That's it. More work for him. I like that. I like that. One more week to be top tier. So if you've got finals this week, yeah. What yeah. do you have with Adam Dwayne, Stu? Okay, so uh, I have, he is a very spicy oh, cash down option for Cleary, right? Because uh, it doesn't matter whether you play him or Hines in the halves. You chuck him in there. He got 70 points. He's got a 19 break even. Uh, he's a simple... He will drink all of the milkshake now. Because you have Luke Brooks gone. You have Hastings gone. Right? You've got a, some nugget named Fenua Pole at 13. Right? <laughs> they're, they're, they're debuting 27-year-old flipping guys off the bench. Uh I'm looking at the rest of this team. Tyron Peachy at 17. Jock Madden at 7. 
uh, Dane Laureate one. Like, they're not exactly filled out with talent. They've traded away more players this week in Nofaluma and Gildart. I was worried last week about um, he pumped out that 34 against the Cowboys and after talking him up as like a 60-point player, I was pretty worried. To see him go to 70, I felt much more validated than after um, after this week. So, yeah, he's a he's a bloody solid option, isn't he? He's a great option. And what's more, 569. So if you go from 830, which clears Fulham through to 569, that then gives you a whole bunch of money. So really, you can get two guns, right? You can turn one gun into two guns here. So... He'd be someone you trade up into straight away if you can. If he's not in your side, stop what you're doing. Go get him. Even just park the clearing mm. money away. If you've only got one or two trades left, don't make the other one a luxury trade. Just the next injury that you get, you know, turn that guy into the absolute stunner, right? Turn him into Damien mm. Cook with the 300k mm. difference. Mm-hmm. It's, it's just, yeah. I can't talk up Adam doing enough. Like last year, he got me, like, as part of that run, he and Turbo basically chucked me in to the top, you know, top 100 or so. And he's doing it again this year. I don't know whether to get that high, but, like, he's, he's performing very well. Uh, yeah, so I, if, you don't, if you don't love um, toilet stall uh, Dylan Brown or uh, white powder substance Munster or... Um, you know, tiny, terrible back Adam Reynolds, then I'd say Dwayne, he's definitely a guy if you don't already have him, right? For dollar for points, he's he beats all of them, hands down. I'd take him over Dylan Brown. Would would any of you guys object to that? No. It's, At, yeah, yeah. I, I agree. I agree. And, and I'm just checking the West Tigers run home because he kicks goals, but it only matters if they can score points, which they've yep. only done against the medium size. So they've got the Knights. They got the Sharkies, uh, they got the Roosters, they got the Dragons, and then they got the Raiders. So it's not a great run home, but they'll, they'll have some points in them. Yeah, uh, I'm just bringing it up now. They are the second easiest last five games. Second easiest. You according sure? To, okay. Yeah, that, 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 well, the Sharks are easiest, followed by the Tigers, Manly, Raiders, Knights. So, yeah. A lot of them are just like in the middle, to be honest. So yeah. it's not it's 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 not it's not like a skewed bell curve. It's, it's curved bell curve. It's quite a flat one, if that makes sense. So it is a yeah. lot apart from the sharkies who are like this absolute peak because they've got all bottom eight sides. Exactly, exactly. Uh, the and they're they're almost all fit. Uh, yeah. Yep. Okay, having a look I, at this I, one, I I, sh- I should put a bell curve out next next year. Actually, I'll do that. Yeah. Because having a look here, the Seagulls, yeah, Eels, Titans, Sharks, yeah, the, the Raiders, Bulldogs, yeah, that's Yo-Yo. Mm. Um, awesome. So really, that's that's all I've got there. I've even got him as like, I might make him as the spicy captaincy option this week. Because against the Knights, Ooh, against the, Knights. the Knights are so soft. The answer is, is that if Adam O'Brien is talking up his premiership credentials, right, in press conference, not his team's, his own, right? Yep. You got David Clemmer stood down for not wanting to come off and wanting to play more, and they're censuring him. They're not saying, hey there, here's the man that we want, the guy who goes in even more, and the Sandy guy's been working bloody hard in that pack this year without being busted, right? Mm-hmm. And, you know, not suspended for five weeks like Mitch Barnett fell wearing someone in the head. And it's just, and no, they want to get rid of him. It's like, fuck, I don't know. 
Uh, so yeah, I, I reckon the Knights will be so soft they're going to get absolutely towed up. Okay, uh, so mate, that, that that takes us straight on to oh no, wait, how do we see the margin? Game going? Margin for this one, I've got the Tigers by twelve for this one, Mitch. Tigers by twenty plus. This is the Adam O'Brien farewell <laughs> game. Yeah, if for a man who just game, can't coach, it's not the roster up there. No, he just sucks. He's the worst coach of the year and he still has his job. It's ridiculous. He's literally got like an origin eligible forward pack. I reckon Hook will go before O'Brien goes. There's a spicy call. Yeah. But like I'm looking at this team, right? Frizzell, Daniel Saifidi, Jacob Saifidi, Clemmer, normally, right? Kagai. And you got Kagai in there. Uh, Redman Best. Yeah. They're all origin eligible guys. Jaden Braley is not bad, right? Mm Mm-hmm. His uh, team should be like lurking near the top eight. Although yeah. we called that they'd be poop, and we were right. We were right, but it's Sam O'Brien that's the issue there. Um, <laughs> I reckon Joey Johns might might have a head coaching. Oh my god, he's just so candid. It would be so much fun. He he just says it how it is. He'd be great in press conferences. I'd love it. He would, um, which is why I'll never do it. All right, so. Okay, guys, we've updated the oh, captain, my captain section. Nick has done us up a few options here. So we have a captain option, a vice captain option, which is really just the second best guy that we think. We have the point of difference option and a very spicy option. So the guy that we think could absolutely pop off, but you have to know your risk matrix for it. So okay, so the pot, op- the pot option is still like an absolute boom type of player. Um that most people would have is just just selecting them as um, they're not the obvious captaincy is the difference between pod and spicy spicy is just left field like no one's going to pick it you just need to make up points and you may or may not have a gambling addiction (laughs) all right so uh, so excellent so look we've only just seen this one so we're currently filling in guys I think uh, the captain's a pretty easy one, though, boys. I think we unanimously agree that it should be Hines. Against, ratified. Yep. Yeah. Oh, look, George. he's just the safest guy for the year. He's actually been safer than Cleary this year, and he's definitely safer now. So he saved my bacon last week. I got a pretty damn good score because I didn't captain him. Uh, he's definitely the choice there. Okay, who's our vice-captain option, guys? Against the Warriors, mate. It's got to be Cam Murray, doesn't it? Yep. Cam, not... I'm with you, mate. Not Cookie? No. Um, I don't yeah, hate. Cookie. I've got no, I've got no problem, but yeah, I'm leaning Murray. Excellent. Personally, okay. He, he, I wouldn't hate either. For yeah, sure. Yeah. Okay. Now, uh, pod captain guys, like if you if you're in your head to head final this week, you're down a bit on troops, or maybe you know the other guys just got a bit of a better team, and you need to come out and thump them this week. You need to put them in the bin. What are you gonna do, uh, pod captain Nick? Mate, uh, I had DC, but I've just switched late because I've seen uh, the matchups. I'm sort of leaning Munster against, against the Gold the Coast. <laughs> yeah. Actually, that's a pretty good one. Uh, Mitch, I can see you're rapidly changing things up here. Who have you got? <laughs> no, nah, pass. Next one. I'll, I'll come back. Come back to me. <laughs> what have you got, mate? <laughs> I've got Isaiah Papali'i against yeah, Manly. Solid. He'll I be like running that. up like against that. Andrew Davey. And look, Foz is pretty good defensively, up. but I'm not sure he's quite got the body left to be stopping those eye probably from about three inches off the line. No, no, Foz, he does, his first contact isn't as good as it used to be, to be honest. Like, it's still good, but it's not as good, you know what I mean? Oh, his he's body is ruined by how good his last contact used to be last time. <laughs> Mate, 
Oh, he's yeah, one of the best. One of the best. He is. So look, I, I've got him as like just you know you've got an option out there. You can certainly play him. Uh, though, yeah, option there. So Mitch, who have you got as your pod captain? Boys, I've got Isaiah, yeah, the man who's got to drive this Panthers team. Ooh, I like That's it. Nice. That's nice. That's nice. I like it. I like it a lot. Now, we've got spicy options, guys. And I've got Adam Dewey. Uh, Mitch, who have you got? I've got same as you, mate. I think I really like that. I've plagiarized it, but I think it's brilliant. Yeah, actually, you know what? Who am I playing this week? I reckon I might actually gun it. I might might gun Adam Dewey this week. Should, Should I lock it in for the listeners at home? Last time you did that, mate, it was Jackson Hastings, and you didn't do it till the week after. Uh, two weeks liar. after, actually. You, I, you have no integrity as far as I'm uh, concerned. Well, that's what I'm saying. Should I try and restore my integrity for the viewers, right? And, Don't and, believe him, viewers. He's, you, if not, <laughs> he's foxing me. He's faking me out. <laughs> if not, you have to do a shit clap. <laughs> uh, uh, mate, you know I, I don't even do want to know what that is. So, look, I'm going to pass on that one. But, uh, yeah, who, who am I playing this week? Oh, I'm, I'm, I'm playing uh, San Mateo. Oh, that's actually a pretty tough matchup this week. Uh, so we'll see how we go there. Uh, if, 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 you, if, you, if you claim to do it, it's like a nudie if you don't. So it's a lock it in right now or, or not. I'm just, having it's a nudie the team. Across I'm top just about to see how hard I'm going to get snapped if I make this choice. Imagine if he got busted, did his other ACL first five minutes. <laughs> Come on, I'll be so sad. Yeah, I'll do it. Done. Sold. <laughs> He's Ooh, locked in. Okay, the viewers have heard it. Yep, so uh, Adam Dew versus the Knights, mate. If he doesn't. Versus the Knights, he's locked in. Uh, excellent. Trust me, no one wants to see me do a nudie. Uh, <laughs> I'm pretty sure there's several laws against it. Uh, okay, Nick, who have you got for your spicy choice? Hey, we mentioned Murray against the uh, Warriors. What about Latrell Mitchell against the Warriors? Oh, that, I At like the that. end of those out wide runs, that's a great option. I don't have him. He could crack out. A, he could crack out a hundred against them. Like that's actually he could crack out a thousand against them at the moment. <laughs> I like that. I actually might do that. Just do you reckon that's why you and Aiken's playing center this week? Stiffen up that edge. Uh, that's actually. Played, which center would he be? Would he be the right center? Uh, he'd be right he plays, center. Yeah. Okay. Well, that makes sense. That's why they've done it. Doesn't he? Uh, yeah, because he used to play get, up against GI. Right remember. Center. Yeah, he used to play right centre, but he's, yeah. he's been playing left back row, though. He's been playing left back row, but I'm saying, wouldn't you put him at right centre to no, stop the sort look. of shenanigans that are going to happen this week? So you've got uh, Montoya, who is a... Left centre. He played left last okay. week. Okay, okay, there you go. You're right then. Cool. So you That's put him out why there. They've done it. That's probably why they've done it, because they've just gone, geez, we don't have anyone who's able to play right centre. Well, that's, Do you really want to chuck an 18-year-old out there? Nah, not at all. No, no, it's filthy. So, yeah, give him a run. That's what I'm saying with Aiken this week. Just loop him because mm. uh, next week he might be back. Uh, awesome. But, yeah, Latrell will do well. All right, guys. Uh, so, talking about trades, we'll go through these real quick. I've got Cleary to either Reynolds or Dylan Brown. I'm still going to umming and ahhing about that. I really can't decide. But I've definitely got Carrigan to Murray. They're two false changes. Uh, I can't quite do get DC DC is probably the, the first choice there but I can't do it and I've already got Munster so it's uh, Reynolds or uh, Brown uh, Mitch who have you got I've got Cleary to Brown and then I'm saving my trades because I hope that you Captain Dewey he any tanks on you and then I'm going to 
blow my load on beating you the week after <laughs> i've saved some trades mate and no, then no, you don't understand what you i'm doing have not, you. you've not saved your trades mate i've Save saved Tracy some you. how many or four yeah four, i've got four that's it <laughs> mate i've got i've, I've only got, got enough to beat you and i'm blowing i'm blowing four of them next week if i get you oh, if i've got you mate I'll, I'll come with you on that one uh okay and nick who have you got well, that just sounds wrong, Jesus. Um, <laughs> no, I'm going to blow you away. <laughs> yeah. He said we're going to come together. That's what I said. God. Okay, oh, no. I'll okay. Will Kennedy to Kate Dykes to save me some cash because Will Kennedy's gone. I've got um, Xavier Sarage probably to Harry Grant because I'm only running one hawker because I'm the fantasy nugget because um, I just figure if I'm going to spend a trade at this point I, I've got to get some sort of hooker cover and then um, I've got to move Cleary to some sort of gun and I, I'm completely torn between Munster Dylan Brown Isaiah Peyton Haas Joey Manu if you guys had to pick one absolute gun to bring in this week guys who would it be? out of those guys Monster and then Haas in that order. Uh, Brown and Yo in that order. I just don't feel good about Monster for some reason. No, it's I don't either. I don't trust Storm, which is weird. I don't trust them. Mate, I've watched all their games recently. They do not look good. I think St. George might even be able to beat him at the moment. That's saying but if Munster if Munster's kicking goals, that could be that could be the play. I don't know. We'll see. Uh, Still, they have Norfolk, I suppose, so maybe they'll turn it around. True. Hmm. Okay, uh, easy. So let's get the questions from the people. Uh, I might skip the first one. So Matt uh, Lippitt-Sidman asks us a whole bunch of questions. So I will pass you, we'll come back to you. So Nathan Affleck asks, hey boys, cheers for the good IPAP and Haas advice last week. I think we just said bye, mate, because they're freaking good players. So glad you got on. Thoughts on Val Holmes for Mitch Moses? Mitch? Um... We talked about Val. He's not a bad option. Um, he's as been a on a tear. He got 73 last week and he's kicking goals. What's the Cowboys run home like? Uh, pulling it up yeah. now. So, so he got sorry, 72 last week. Uh, he has Bulldogs, Roosters, Warriors, Rabbitohs, Panthers. Uh, he's coming off a last, uh, last five. So he got 38 versus the Dragons, 66 versus the Eagles, 50 versus the Broncos, 76 versus the Tigers, 72 versus the Dragons. Mate, he Arthur looks the, like his he, old self. He passed uh, the eye test out at um, Cogra, mate. Like, he looked good. He'll do well oh, this really week good. versus the Bulldogs. He'll do okay versus the Roosters. Well versus the Warriors. Okay versus the Rabbitohs. Well versus the Panthers. I like it. It's but spicy Mitch, as hell. everyone looks good against the Dragons, mate. Well, he only had 38, but, like, I saw him live. That's what I'm saying. Like, he, he looked quick. He looked yes. really quick, and he looked strong. Like, we talk about Jack DeBellin not having that pop. Valentine Holmes has popped to, to go around for everyone. Like, he looked fantastic. I, I, I think that's good. I like it. It's he spent, bold. He spent two years out of like the it. NRL training for sport, not defending himself in court. So, I mean, yeah. That's true. Well, uh, look, at this point, I'd say, yes, Val Holmes for Mitch Moses is a pretty decent choice. Yep, I, I like it. Okay, it's so the cheese ladies love the show. Thank you, Nathan. Next up, Jaden Clark uh, is asking us, so Cleary to Murray, which I think for yes. us is a tick. Yes, tick, tick. 
Bert Lane. Yep. Tick. He's been playing really well, Sean Lane. We didn't mention him, but he's playing real well. Will Kennedy to Miller. I'm guessing at this point it's TK Dykes. Yep. 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 Uh, now, he said last three that, trades. That, 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 that will free up an extra 57K by going to Dykes because he's 220 well, versus it's his last. It's his last three trades. So it money yeah, doesn't matter last, at this point. Oh. So, mate, I would hold off on that last one unless you're playing Will Kennedy this week, right? I'd hold off on that this last trade. Do, 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 do you hold him as a loop option because, do you know what I mean? Oh, do you I, hold him... I would. Just to leave him. I certainly wouldn't be using my last trade to get friggin' Miller unless the cash allows you to do the other two trades, because it's no, just even it, if it even if it doesn't allow you to do those trades, it allows you to it frees up like 120k for future weeks if that makes sense either way because you're going straight to the base, like you're cashing out at least for future weeks, aren't you? That's true. Well, you could actually upgrade Lane to even someone even better at that point with the extra 50k. I think so. What, what, how much is Sean Lane? Let me have a look. Um, uh, 724k, so... 790. Um, yeah, yeah. That doesn't actually give you all that much, does it? No. It's 790. You need sort of eight... Oh, I suppose you, you get IPAP Ali'i. Yeah, unless you get... Uh, if you don't have IPAP or you don't have Munster, you could then I take uh, those two over Lane. Mm. Or Matty Burton. Mm. I take him over Lane. Mm. Or Tiesco, I take him over Lane. Yep. Anyway, all yep. good. I'm just looking through my team, like who would I take over Lane? Most of them. That's why it's not there. Uh, no, I think, I think yeah, but right uh, look, I would seriously, Jaden, I would hold that last trade if you can. There, there will be another injury or another suspension, and you'll just be sitting there crying. You know. Yeah. Anyway, moving on. Uh, Calum uh, Bedoir. Uh, best captain choice this week. So I think we've just been through this. He's gone through. We've got Hines versus the Dragons, Munster versus Titans, Dewey versus Knights, Murray versus Warriors. We just had all these four guys up. They're all we? juicy. They're I've all got juicy. Dewey versus the Knights. Yeah, mate, there's no wrong choices there. Nah, I- I'm leaning Hines. Hines is the safest but option for sure. Easy, yeah. Uh, who- you really can't go wrong though, you know, spin a bottle. No, but Hines there and Murray, and Hines because he plays a he's he's not even running the ball that much anymore. He's just playing dinner suit footy and doing well. Mm. Uh, so I pick him, and if you have to win, if you have to pull one out, get doing. Uh, next one, Rich Martin says Cleary and Carrigan gone with one k in the bank. He's got DC Dewey Hines Volkman. Uh, so he goes. Do, do I go Munster? And David Fafita slash Nat Butcher, or Payne Haas and Adam Reynolds. I oh, go Dylan Brown over Adam Reynolds. I think we sort of worked out before. Yep. I don't think he has Dylan Brown. He's already got Murray Elliott, IPAP Crichton, Tohu. So yeah, yep. So I said so, yeah. You, okay. So if you go get Dylan Brown, and then yep, yeah, so I'd still probably go get Payne Haas. Yeah. Agreed. Yep. yep. Uh, that allows you to put, you know, uh, Adam Elliott on your bench somewhere or loop him in. Uh, Tom Conway, last second last question. Five trades this week. Do I do one trade, Cleary to Murray, or three trades, Cleary, Clemmer, and uh, Mariner to Murray, Butcher, and Talakai? I think Clemmer not playing now. I think you got to do the second one, don't you? Murray, Butcher, and Talakai? Oh, yeah. Yep. Yep. And look, Talakai will do well if, as long as you bench him. 
Uh, you'll be fine. Uh, last I'm question. Not, I'm not against the one trade, though, to be honest, because That's... if you only got five left... Uh, sorry, sorry, I'm ahead. Now, nah, if you only got five left, that, that probably makes sense. Yeah. An option for one, because otherwise you, you, you're down to two trades for the rest of the season. Mm. All right. Uh, last one. Uh, I think we've done Cleary to whom we've played that game. And so ranking your to who's, right? So I guess it's like top five guys who you trade Cleary to, assuming that we don't know which team that you've got. Uh, I know what. You go, what, DC first? Yes. Uh, uh, oh, I'd go Murray first, then maybe Cookie, then DC. Assuming like it doesn't matter if he's a half, right? Yep. That's it. Uh, I'd go Murray and Cook first. They're just absolute musts, and then probably DC after that. I DC. just I don't trust the Eagles right now. I think I think they're a bit discombobulated. True. Uh, yeah, I wait a week. You yeah. cannot loot like this. Rabbitohs team is like heading in the right direction. Yep. Yeah, I I think Cookie and Murray. And I, and then I'd probably pick uh, Teddy and then, then Isaiah. Oh, guys, you forget Isaiah. Yeah, he's kind of drive this this. He was very good without Cleary early in the year, and someone's got to do the work. Someone does have to do. He was work. really good. He was really good early in the year. You're right. Yep. 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 For sure. Mm-hmm. Okay. I I do like those. Uh, so probably my top two would be Cameron Murray, then Isaiah, Yeo, then Damian Cook in that order. Yep. Now uh, he also has touch on the pros and cons of taking a a half or a, sorry taking a center or a wing fullback over replacing Cleary with another half because you can move Burton, Hines or Dewey. And I think the answer is at the moment is that with Aitken playing at centre, right, and not a lot, a huge number of people having Joey Manu, uh, you probably don't want to move Burton. You want to leave him exactly where he is, right? Absolutely. And yep. that because he's only 16.7% ownership, Joey Manu. So that being the case, you can move a wing fullback. And mm-hmm. look, the best three to have. So you'd have Heinz, uh, Tedesco, Dewey, and then what, Latrell? Yep. Yep. Uh, so you just fill, start filling in your team in that order. Latrell, and after that, what? Uh, if you had to pick between Garrick uh, or Holmes, or um, oh, what's his name from uh, Parramatta, Gutherson, who would you choose there? That sounds crazy, but I'd lean Gutho, to be honest, just because he's that much cheaper. He's a better... Know? He's 170k cheaper. He's, and I reckon he's a, he's a better player. Maybe not better than Val, but he's he's still a pretty damn good player. Yeah, Val gives you that DP pays, and yeah. Val's goal-kicking as well at the moment. He kicked like, I think, eight last week, and then... He looks five, sharp, doesn't he? Five the week before or five the week before, so he's kind of inflated to be yeah. honest from that standpoint if they get oh, into a grind true. that's true yeah, and Gutho yeah. will be getting those kicking from now on he's a pretty decent kicker yeah yeah so you're at least going to see probably a four to eight point bump for Gutho just straight up just from the goal kicking alone let alone having to just put more in to get the win without yeah. Moses so and I'm leaving Joe Mano with the discussion because he's too expensive he's like in a different category to the Gutho Val Holmes option uh, so yeah so, mm. and so Gutho is a real option there uh, and okay he's asked one very last one your top three halves for the run home so if you just had to pick them and list them in order so I'm just pulling out the stats center here but just so I can make sure I don't miss someone oh, obvious D- DC number one obviously 
Um, uh, so I've much. got. Uh, I reckon if you're really stuck and you're that concerned about your halves, so I've got what Nico Hines. Oh yeah, yeah sorry, have, yeah, I'm, I'm number I'm one. Nico. Yep. yep, yep, Nico. DC. Yep. yep. And oh, I'm not sure whether Munster or Burton for the last one. I'll probably go Munster. Uh, probably, probably Munster. Hang on. Yeah, probably Munster too. Yeah. And then the fourth one. Oh no, no, hang on. I'm putting Adam Reynolds third. Sorry. What? Over Munster. Okay. What? I don't trust the storm, man. I don't wow. trust them. Okay. And unless they unless they buy half another team I, to. I like Dylan Brown ranks. more than Adam Reynolds right now, though. I do too. I'd probably put Dylan Brown in third, and okay. then I have Adam Reynolds fourth. And well, I, I think okay. the I think the dogs run home's tough. I do. I'm a bit concerned yeah. about that. I, I've got I've mm, got uh, I've got money in there. Mm. I reckon he'll he'll stand up. Mm. It's it's one of those years where he has to stand up, right? He wants that five million dollar contract. So he's mm. he's got to show that he's, he's got to do it all. He's already probably earned it, in my opinion. Oh, Agreed. of course, but but the way that you continue to earn it is if you get a couple of those. I've got to own him performances, right? For the club chairman to go, oh shit, I better pull out the good money. Mm. So look, I, I've I've kind of staked my flag on Munster, and then I'm just going to have to pick one of these other guys to come through. I just uh, don't know if Munster. I don't know if the Storm have the points in them, and Munster is a is that sort of style player. He does well if the Storm go big. But anyway, for for sure, of course you can you can always go the ultra spice and uh, take the world's saltiest man in Cody Walker. <laughs> Please do that, Stu. <laughs> I I don't think anyone's going to do that. He's just oh man, he he lost his lost his temper against Cam McGuinness last week. Pushed him away during the handshake at the end. Don't know what happened there. Anyway, uh, no, got... we, we, we've got a question off Instagram as well. Oh, sweet uh, from Wendy. From Wendy, uh, she's asking about captains. You got Teddy, Burton, Hines, Manu, Dwayne, or Cook. I'd say Hines and Cook are your safest options. And then Dwayne is your spicy choice. That's it. If you got to win this week, which I think that you do, she's versing me in the head-to-head. So. <laughs> Give Dewey a run. Go cookie. Go cookie, Wendy. Roll the dice because Nick's going to go Hines. Go cookie. <laughs> That's true. And the fact that she, the Cook could actually just go ham anyway. He's He's got a 90 in him against the Warriors. Right. Absolutely. Yes, you, you, you could be uh, versing me in the repper charge here, Nick. And, and remember that Dewey. Hines is playing St. George that's full of flogs. He could get concussed or anything. That's true. Imagine if they put Fuyumayano in. <laughs> oh. Uh, anyway, another question is O'Sullivan a cheeky pod replacement for Cleary uh, she already owns Hines Burton Dwayne and Manu and she has 200k in the bank um, if you're so, going up from like a cheap fella but then you've still got that Cleary cash yeah so if you go to Brown potentially instead of O'Sullivan yep. is that probably the advice that's what I'd be that's for 20k yeah I'd, I'd probably do Brown over O'Sullivan though I wouldn't hate it uh, Sean O'Sullivan he, he looks like a decent player and then bring in some sort of other gun with that 200k yes oh that is. with that 200k you can really turn someone into like you take your Raymond for Talamara and you really do turn them into someone good yep yep alright uh, any last I questions out there or have we left it all on the table mate I think I think that's it let me check Mitch? I'll just do the post one second. No, mate, I think that's everything. 
Excellent. I think, uh, I think that's it. Excellent. Well, thank you, everyone, for your questions. Uh, thank you, Mitch. Thank you, Nick, for your expertise and discussions tonight. Uh, you no know, thanks to the NRL judiciary who continue to allow uh, guys like Nelson Soffa Solomona and uh, Joe Rero Hargraves to play. But, uh, yeah, thank you, everyone else, as well, for uh, continuing to subscribe this year and look uh, and see out the season with us. Uh, so thanks for that and good luck to everyone for your head-to-head finals. So this is the NRL. You get stuck in, guys. Oh, yeah. Like, and, you know, let, let us know how you go and, you know, if the pod captain, I'll, I'll make sure that uh, if my pod captain either goes off or turns into a flop, you know, I'm sure I'll be hearing plenty about it. Uh, but, yes, look, this is the Boom or Bust NRL podcast signing out for week 21.